Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. That's really interesting and exactly the most effective way to do it, especially the guiding standpoint. Like uh, I, I learned early in my career of recruiting and training people, bringing them into financial services, a lot of forms to fill out, you know, it's presentations and procedures and, you know, protocols and forms. And so in the beginning, I'm in such a hurry. I held the pen and I would say, see, I'm doing this. See, I'm doing this. See, I'm doing this. See, I'm doing this. And they learned absolutely nothing. And what I learned was do not hold the pen. <laughs> Make them hold the pen and you point and say, see that line? Fill that in. You know, that's where that goes. I've noticed the same thing is true on directions. Now we've got GPS, but back before we did, you know, I went up to Washington, D.C. I was actually born in Washington, D.C., but I would go up there on business and I'd never know where I was going, you know, because they picked me up at the airport and I'm riding along. And until the one time I had to drive. And then when I had to drive, I remembered exactly the way you get to the office, you know. And so I did a train. I let a friend of mine, a therapist, actually borrow one of my uh, cold laser machines last week. And there's a few little dials and whistles that I, he took it out. He said, how do you do it? I said, I'm not touching it. You know, I made him even open the case, the latch and get it out and the keys underneath. I said, the keys underneath, but I wouldn't touch it. In fact, I remember training a billionaire on how to use uh, about five years ago on how to use email and on a laptop. And it was like, take your pen, your thing, hit this. You know, you look like what? And it's like, <laughs> but guess what about billionaires? They learn very fast. <laughs> They're not billionaires for nothing. And so, and he got within two days. I mean, he sent it e emails all over. To, he's got group messaging down and everything, you know. But in the beginning, it's just like if you hold it, if you try and make it. Think about where they're coming from rather than yourself. And so when you say you guide and you do this, you send people in person there. I mean, you know, seems like you're doing this. You were getting started. There was no Zoom back then. That might have been go to meeting. But uh, how did you interact with people? Yeah. So that's a really, really great question. And so what it is now is that it is on Zoom. And and for the most of the time, it has been on Zoom. At one point, there was kind of Google. I think it was Hangouts back then. And you know, there was also other things. But in this stretch of training businesses, the last eight years, we kind of have transitioned from one platform to another. Uh, Zoom, though, we were one of the early users prior to prior to 2020. We were showing people how to download Zoom. Many right. people haven't used Zoom before. It was kind of funny. I should have bought stock back then, but right. that, missed that. But anyway, it's kind of funny. Jokes aside, we've been using Zoom for a long time, but also prior to that Google Hangouts. But I've had the luxury of the last eight years is really when we built this business and we have had some form of, you know, kind of online. It's gotten better over time, of course, but, you know, online kind of video sharing. And that's been the way that we've been training different businesses is diving in, showing them how it works. We also have kind of a portal, but then also guiding them through it. And the way we guide them through it 
is on kind of video sharing. Now, I did start off early on with local clients, as a lot of people do, in addition to some app clients. And I also started more as an agency before I started training. So the training, that's been actually more so over the last six years. First couple of years of the business, I was running ads for other people. So the last six years is really when we've been hopping on to you know either Google Hangouts in the past or Zoom now to train businesses on how to do YouTube ads. How did you figure out the most effective way of putting these ads together for people? Because you say, you know, you're telling their story and you're, you know, you got to have video content. So how do you get that? Yeah, so there's a formula that we found. Now we've done literally thousands of these ads with our clients. And again, it's a collaborative process. Our clients know their ideal clients the best, and we know how to create YouTube ads that convert. And so we have a formula. We've got copywriters that help our clients actually put together these scripts. But there's kind of a very simple framework. It starts with a hook draws people in, then an educate section where you're providing value, and then a call to action. And I think the big piece that people forget and miss out on is the educate. Because again, people are on YouTube to find value. They're looking for something. So they're going on YouTube, they're trying to figure out, okay, you know, how do I start a business? How do I grow? How do I do marketing? How do I do ads? How do I lose weight? How do I do this or that? Or whatever it happens to be that you're helping people with, you want to reach them with an ad that hooks them, captures their attention, then provides value, and then you know, gives them a little bit of what I call golden nuggets, a little bit of value in the ad to show that you know what you're talking about, that you can help them, maybe a little bit of credibility too, and then a clear call to action at the end of the video to get them to take action, to you know either sign up for a training or to book a call or to buy a product or service or whatever that next step happens to be. And so it's all about the hook, educate, call to action. That's the framework that works really well. And your people were finding you. It seems like people have always been able to find you. So you must have been really good at running these ads for yourself. <laughs> yes. So we practice what we preach. We run YouTube ads, you know, for ourselves, uh, spent millions and millions of dollars. We're actually, which is really, really crazy. We are approaching with the ads for ad outreach, almost a billion impressions. It's over 900 million impressions of our own ads on YouTube, wow. and that's not number of views, that's you know impressions of the time it pops up, people might skip that, millions and millions and millions of views uh, off of that, of course. But yes, we've run a lot of YouTube YouTube ads for ourselves, and then also, of course, for our clients too. And that's how we, we get clients. It's the same thing that we're teaching our clients how to do and how to set up, we use for ourselves, which honestly just shows that we believe in what we do and, and we've gotten really good at it. So it's something that we apply both to ourselves and to our clients. Now, as you know, you started pretty much pioneering a new business, new industry, and the disadvantage of that, you don't have tried and true successful models to follow. And, you know, at least to launch you know, or at least as a guide, you might not do it all the time, but at least you got a reference point. And so how did you keep yourself on track and uh, launch this thing? What just, I think I know what you're going to say, but how have you gone about doing that? Yeah. So even though there wasn't somebody else really pioneering this on the YouTube ad side, I was building that out. There were people who uh, were successful consultants and coaching businesses and mentors that I've had along the way. And actually, I remember joining my first mastermind. So, which is great because that's you right. know that's the name of what we have here. 
that really supported me. I've consistently always been a part of at least one and usually actually multiple masterminds. Even some of my team members are in different masterminds as well. And I really see that as so powerful because that's where you're able to gain new insights, new ideas, learn from others. And what you talked about is all that learning lessons and all those knowledges that you compound yourself in a mastermind. The beauty is you can learn and hear that from other people. So whether it be listening to a podcast like this and having the mastermind of ideas here or being in an in-person mastermind or having consultants that have you know a virtual mastermind, whatever happens to be, there's a lot of different ways to do it. But gaining those insights, that knowledge really can help you shortcut the, the process in a good way that's going to allow you to make the right decision. Doesn't mean you won't make mistakes, but yeah. also those mistakes you'll share with other people too. And so everybody kind of learns and grows together. How did you start getting, how did you start that whole process and when of getting involved with mastermind type groups? Yeah. So the first mastermind that I joined was actually back in 2016. It was my uh, sophomore year of college or going, you know, between kind of sophomore and junior year. And I remember taking that first call in my college dorm room, which is kind of funny. But before I did that, I actually went out to HubSpot inbound 2016. And so I was using HubSpot as a CRM. HubSpot's really big. I'm, I'm from originally Massachusetts, like Boston area. Uh-huh. Uh, HubSpot's really big out there. And I remember going to the event and I saw the ClickFunnels booth. And ClickFunnels, and I think many of you will know, but for people listening who might not know what it is, essentially a funnel building platform and a a funnel, you know, of course, marketing funnel to take people who are interested and they fill out all their contact details, information. And so essentially ClickFunnels had a booth there and they were very early on. That was towards the beginning of them launching. And I signed up for ClickFunnels and then I started looking up, how do I build a business with ClickFunnels? And then I found a mastermind And the first mastermind that I joined, it wasn't by ClickFunnels, it was by a different group, but I joined that mastermind and it was all about how to build a marketing funnel for your business. Because I knew how to do YouTube ads, but I didn't necessarily know how to make webinars or how to make trainings. And that's what they really helped me with early on. And then I started getting surrounded with other people and I was doing YouTube ads for my webinar. Everybody else was doing Facebook ads. And that also helped really propel me because then I was the one coming to the group and saying, hey, everybody, you should run YouTube ads. And they didn't know how to do YouTube ads, and but they saw that I was getting better results than most of the people running Facebook. And so all of a sudden, people started asking me to train them and help them transition from Facebook to YouTube. Yeah. And so as you've you know, been out there navigating, calling the shots, you have to make decisions for the future. You know, the bigger you get, the more you, have, you wind up making decisions that are longer term. You've already talked about ad spend that results in a billion impressions (laughs) on YouTube. And so that's a lot of money being spent on ads. And I don't know, how many employees are you up to now? So we've got 35 team members and some of those are independent contractors. Employees around, I think, 26-ish employees. Um, But 35 kind of like team members, sales team and things like that. And But you know, when you're running a business, you know, you're buying equipment and you're making you know, you're picking locations and things like that, setting this, you know, the year schedule up and all that. So how, usually things don't go 100% smooth. That's one reason why when I started, you know, we don't like to get young people on because uh, young people usually haven't run into too many brick walls. But if you find a successful, those are in front of them and they think, oh man, all you got to do is, it's like having one perfect kid. You know, you have your, have one child and this, he slept through the night and 
always behaved and got grades in school. And then we had a uh, neighbor like that in Atlanta before we left. You know, our first daughter was perfect. And then right before we left, they had little Johnny. And uh, little Johnny was not perfect. And all I won't blame it on little Johnny, but I will say I heard like two or three years later, this woman who was very snooty, you know, looked down her nose at everybody better. She wound up committing suicide. And I won't say it was little Johnny, but I would say that imperfection came into her life <laughs> in that form. And so sometimes life has some real unpleasant surprises for you. And if you're the person in charge, you got to deal with it, you know. And uh, when and how have you gotten a wake-up call about the reality, uh, the responsibility of being in charge and maybe people letting you down or maybe making a bad bet on something important. Yeah, and I think that that's absolutely true. And I um, faced a pretty big, you know, brick wall actually last year, which really created, you know, some challenges. And but I grew so much from it. I think that's a big thing is on the other side, even as there's challenges or sleepless nights that happen or things like that. It's really interesting because the way I would describe it is prior to that, probably up through, you know, 2021, you know, I probably was that definition, that younger yeah. entrepreneur that's just right. like, it's all up, up and to the right forever. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, really exciting. And and the thing is, is I actually had people tell me at that point, like, oh, you haven't like cycled through yet. You haven't yeah. like, you know, faced a real serious challenge yet. If right around the corner, I want to be like, la, 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 that's yeah. not going to happen to me. But I think that it's something that everybody goes through. And at the same time, I feel like over that, you know, last year, I really actually grew a lot more than, you know, in terms of my abilities, even though, you know, we faced those challenges than even prior years when we had a lot of business growth, right? And so essentially we faced something where we were really rapidly, rapidly growing. So like I said, we yeah. had got number 60 on the Inc. 5000. And that was last year we got that, but that was kind of based on that prior three years. Right. And so this year, the ranking on the Inc. 5000 is like 1,255. Now, yeah. still very good, but you can see the yeah. big difference there in terms of the level yeah. of growth. So what we were doing is constantly reinvesting, scaling, like, okay, we got to this level and we thought we were going to get to the next level. And essentially what ended up happening was we faced a challenge with, initially it started with our sales team and there were some changes in leadership, changes with different people like on the team, things like that. And our enrollment rate went down from where it was before, but we were operating at such a high level and with a flaw and a major flaw in the business model that I had set up. It wasn't super sustainable model, which I realized the hard way. So the model that I had, which I also think changes in the macro economy also shifted away from this model too over the last year. But the model that I had was upfront, high ticket consulting as a one-off package without the kind of retention recurring revenue. And by yeah. the way, actually, this is, I'm really glad we're diving into this year because I haven't, some podcasts, like you said, they ask kind of surface level, like yeah. I'm diving in, I want to like, this is a mastermind. I want to yeah. share yeah. You know, what I've discovered. But basically what ended up happening was we were selling all of these individual packages that were high ticket upfront to help train businesses on YouTube ads and work really well. We right. use that scale. That's how we scaled so fast is selling these packages, getting great results for our clients. What was happening was two things, well, actually really three things. And the biggest one is the third, which I'll say in a second. So the first is that it was a high upfront investment, which over the last year and a half 
as certain things have tightened a little bit in the economy, people want to maybe spread it out a little bit more over time with those types of investments. The second thing that happened was the fact that we were doing kind of a one and done, right? So people were investing in us. They were learning YouTube ads like, this is great. We have a wall of testimonials. And a lot of people have said, thank you so much. Here's a testimonial. Now I'm going to go do something else. Right. Right. So missed a big opportunity to have recurring business. So we were on this almost kind of treadmill of just having to bring in new clients every month. The third biggest problem was because people were paying up front or sometimes they pay over a couple of installments. But for a multi-month thing, it actually made us start from zero every month or close to instead of having recurring revenue, we had our expenses here and we would start the month here and we'd have to earn all the way up to our expenses and then above we'd have to sell new every single month. And I didn't know what I didn't know. That served me for a long time as we were growing, when we faced a little bit of a plateau and then a slight dip and then, you know, kind of more jagged, like, hey, here's some challenges that we faced as we revitalized the model. What essentially started happening was that getting to that level got a lot more stressful because you start off every single month from scratch and have to build all the way back up. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealanwinning.com. Thanks for listening.